to Cherry's world. This week, Cherry's world is getting a little personal. My big brother is here. That's right, Mr. Antoine Tanner. If you have ever watched a movie, a black movie, you damn sure know Antoine Tanner. He was on The Wood. He was on Coach Carter. He did One Tree Hill. Anything that had to do with a basketball, got to do with my brother. So, without further ado, my brother is going to join us in Cherry's World. Fever Magazine, a sexy yet sophisticated lifestyle magazine for the modern man and woman. Fever Magazine is available on newsstands nationwide and Amazon Kindle. Subscribe now for VIP access and rewards at FeverMagazine.com. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at Podcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. Man, I'm, like I said, I'm always amazed by the people Cherry know. Like, I've been a fan of yours for a minute, man. And I had no idea she was that she even knew you and y'all was even cool. Like, so, honor to meet you, brother. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. He, he called you Appreciate one. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I know you as, man. That's crazy. And uh, and one of my favorite lines, hey, yo, Stacy, man, shut up. The <laughs> wood. <laughs> 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 crazy how that shit work man man i love that movie man that's one of those movies you can just always put in and just watch it just you know it's like it's like one of those saturday night ain't nothing else to watch they put that dvd in or, or see if they see if the wood is on just watch the wood I so wanna exactly talk, i want to talk about your career bro bro but today i told Courtney is really about having men on the show that built me like you were one of the kings that made me into the woman that i am now and oh, so- thank you no, thank you. I got to pay homage. <laughs> How do y'all know each other? Man, we've been knowing each other like 20-some years. Uh, yeah. Since Sunset Park came out. Sunset Park. He had my whole family at the movie theater waiting to see Twan in the movies. He was, he was like, this thing. Damn. He's seriously like my brother, like... Uh, He's one of the only men in this world who can speak for me. Undeniably, I don't have to be there. But Juan said it. Yes, I'm gonna do it, and it's good. <laughs> Seriously, he's a great father, a wonderful provider. Juan, one of the questions that I asked Courtney earlier, and I really want to ask you because I want you to teach these men. You've already taught me. What are five things that every man needs to know about her? Just five things. Um. They need to know what they like to uh, what they like to do. They need to know their attitudes. They need to be patient, and you got to have your tune out button to deal with some of them. 
because women are emotional, so they gonna rant and rave and rant and rave. But if you meet them and do the same thing, then it's gonna be all bad. Hmm. So that's Did I lose Give me, yeah, we don't see you no more. Give me one more, bro, bro. Hold on. Let me get back on it. Give me one oh, more. There we go. You need to know. Um, I mean, you need to know what makes them tick. You got to know what makes them tick. And you got to know what they like, what they dislike, what makes them tick. You got to be patient. You know what I'm saying? And you got to have your mute button too so you can now, deal with them. I need you to do me a favor. Unfortunately, there's a lot of women out here that don't have a relationship like I have with you. So they ain't got nobody to put them up on no kind of game. What get now? It's not that. That's not what I'm gonna ask you to say. I'm not asking you to say that. <laughs> what game can you give every woman out here who don't have a big brother to have her back? Um, they they might they need to listen to some man at some point and not take everything so personal, because some women like they'll ask you, well, what's wrong with me? And if you ain't like in a relationship with them or nothing like that, you can honestly tell them like, look. I think you need to do blah, 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 blah. A lot of them will take it personal. Also, what you're saying, I don't do it. Like, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying you need to listen to a male standpoint of view because just like I just said, we have to know what makes them tick. We have to know what makes them do this. They have to know the same thing about us. So once they know, you know, sometimes men just like, a lot of girls think that when he just go out, that he just going out to just be looking at girls. But a lot of times, dudes may just want to go out and go to the gym or just, you know what I'm saying, just just go with the homies and just chill. And it ain't really got nothing to do with, like, it might not be no girls there. I like, me and my vice, I like to play dominoes. I like to play poker. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't paying attention to no girls, you know what I'm saying? But I, I go. But that's a, a woosah for us. I go to the gym. But, like, like, you can meet a girl, like, let's just say, for example, you play basketball. I play basketball. And this is before my wife. So I play basketball. You meet a girl. They like, oh damn, you work out, you always in the gym, blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Then as soon as they get with you, now, oh, you going to the gym again? <laughs> oh, you going to play basketball again? Oh, you going to do that again? And it's like, well, when I you 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 start liking the dude, I was my body was cool. Now I didn't gain twenty seven pounds because I can't go to the gym. Now you cussing me out because I ain't good on the court no more because I'm I'm not playing the same that I was. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So it's like they. A lot of women try to compete with fun stuff that you do, and it's really just stuff that you want to do. It's similar to like a woman just saying, "I want to go get my nails done. I want to get my hair done." Y'all be in the y'all be in the shop for nine hours. That's the work shift. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm in the bathroom for ten minutes, cut my hair, and I'm ready to rock. You know yeah. What I'm <laughs> yeah, that's real talk. That is real good. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes they just got to listen to certain stuff that. And, and a lot of and, and it's crazy because most men are real simple. Just like women say, we're really simple. Just be consistent. Just be, but a lot of men are really, really simple. Too simple. <laughs> yeah, we just want our free time, and then we want our compassionate time. That's usually it for us. For me, I like too. For most of us. <laughs> that is hilarious. So, Twine, I seen you on Lifetime. Lately, what's going on with you in these Lifetime movies? How was the experience doing the Christmas movie? And it was like a reuniting of you and Hillary. 
Hillary's my other sister. You know that. I love that girl to death. She, um, we grew up together, damn, like us. We grew up together. Yeah. But Hillary has a little niche. She likes to do Christmas movies. That's her fun thing. And she basically just calls us like, hey, bro, I got you. I, I need you. She wants to work with people who she likes to work with. Awesome. So, she said, if we could play 97 roles, she'd rather do the 97 roles with us. So if, if she got something going on, she'll call you and just say, I got this going on, I got that going on, and that'd be that. That new relationship is good. Go ahead, Court. When, when you say Hillary, because I'm who, – who, who is Hillary? Hillary who? Hillary Burton from uh, – she did One Tree Hill with me. She's on uh, – a whole lot of stuff, but she was a, a MTV VJ back in the day. That's how she got started. Then she did One Tree Hill. She branched out. I think she did. Uh, what was the name of the show with Damon Wayans? Um, Lethal Weapon. She just got married oh, to Jeffrey okay. Dean Morgan. There yeah, you he go. plays Negan on um, Negan on The Walking Dead. Yes, congratulations on. I, I know she she might listen. Congratulations on your wedding. You were a beautiful bride. I got a sneak peek from her. Yeah, she looks. She looks they had such a fun wedding. They got tattoos, and they had a tattoo artist there, two tattoo artists. She's like, we're just going to get drunk and just have tattoos, and we got a kick-ass band, and it was just, hers, it was just so chill. It was like, it was like the real, like the really one of the coolest weddings I've ever been to. Oh, that is so awesome. <laughs> what was you going to say, Court? Well, I mean, well, like I asked Cherry earlier, because like I said, like I, one of my favorite parts that you did was um with Sam Jackson, Coach Carter. So then, and I was right. like, damn, it's the same dude played basketball high school student in the nineties, and ten years later you play another play high school student again, and it was believable. So like, like how do you how do you? I mean, I know you you guys are actors, but like, like okay, what what were you thinking like when they said, hey, I want you to play high school kid again? <laughs> I didn't mind, you know what I'm saying? It was basketball, and, you know, black don't crack, so we don't look that old yeah. right away. And then I never really been a, I never been a drug user, so, you know, a lot of my friends, I never drank, smoked, or did nothing like that. You know, when my friends was 15, they was drinking beer and Hennessy, you know, and I wasn't drinking nothing. I was drinking grapefruit juice and cranberry juice and going to the gym. So my youthfulness stayed with me a, a lot longer than theirs did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They look way older than me. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, why not? You know, it's just crazy because sometimes my uh, my daughters will go, Dad, you're you're old, and I said, um, and I said, no, I'm uh, I said, no, I, I've been playing, I've been playing seventeen for seventeen years. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, dope. Yeah. And what was it like? What was it like working with Sam Jackson though? In that movie, man. That's Yo, such a works. classic movie, man. That's one of the best movies ever. Coach Carter. What was it like being on that on that set and working with him and all the rest of the guys, too? You know what? I've worked with a few superstars before, but of all superstars, he is a different breed. You know what I mean? But I'll give you an example. One time we was on set, and um, it was like maybe the second week when we was on set, third week maybe, because we had moved to – we had started filming the – basketball scene so we had like working with like four or five hundred extras every day and we was gonna be working with these extras for like a month and a half you know what i'm saying um so i he used to always knock on our trailer door and get us to come to lunch like come on man let's go it's lunchtime so we'd be like all right cool so you know how at 
when you have like cattle calls like that, the extras are separated from the cast and the crew. Yeah. Yeah. And they had this like yellow tape up, like you know the police yellow tape, like the do not cross, you know whatever. Right. And so, uh, so one day Sam walked and he was like, "The hell? What is all this?" We walk. I'll never forget it. It was just like yesterday. He we walked in and he was like, "Did somebody get shot? Why they got this police line? This police? This yellow tape up here?" So he snatched the yellow tape down and one of the, the dudes that run the set was like, "Hold on, what's going on?" He was like, "Man." He said, oh, y'all trying to separate? He said, man, listen, we all working together every day. So we all should be able to eat together every day. Yeah. And he walked over to the train. He's like, why they don't have no ice, man? It's hot as hell outside. We got ice over here. The extras don't got no ice. They're going to make this movie just like we're going to make this movie. Get the, Everybody should be able to sit in all these lines. We are all equal here. He, he made a grand stand. I'll never forget that. And that was the coolest thing I've ever seen, like, a superstar do. Because most superstars I work with, you know, they kind of stand off as, you know, you go, they in their zone. And that's cool that they're in their zone because, that's you know, that's what they do. Yeah. But Sam is such a people person. It's crazy. It's like he treats the executive producer like he treats the extras. So yeah. from the bottom, everybody up, he, everybody is the same. It's no, like. I'm over here and you're over there. It's it's not like that with him. Like he's the coolest dude, like and the most humble dude that I've ever worked with. How many MFs did he use? How many MFs and dams did he use when he when he said that? Oh, uh, about ten to twenty at least. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But hey, that's his that's his lingo. <laughs> that's his lingo. Bro, bro, I know that you called me and you were on your way to audition and you called me back and said, yo, they called me before I got home. You booked it. Can you tell us about it? Well, for Coach Carter? No, the new job. You just, you went on an audition not too long ago. Was that, oh, that was Lucifer. Yeah, I went in for Lucifer. Um, I went, but you know, I booked three out of the last four that I went on, so... So I did Lucifer. What's coming up? I did NCIS. The NCIS LA with LL Cool J. Oh, yeah? And yeah, I did that. And um, The Rookie. I did all of those. You stay booking. Okay, so give us a little hint. See, a lot of people don't know. Statistically, you get one job out of 100 auditions. Mr. Antoine Tanner, he get probably four out of five. What do you think, Twan? Is different from you than the rest of the actors that are already, that are going in. How do they? A lot of people, a lot of actors don't know what to do in the room. That's just simple. They don't know what to do. They're not prepared. See, the the thing is, I can honestly say I only had wanted to do movies before, but once I started doing a TV show and I was doing a series, and you get married to that character, when you do single camera, it's different because you have to be prepared every day. Mm-hmm. So. And you have to be camera ready because they can switch it up at any given time and you got to be ready to go. So it helps you keep, like, keeps you on your toes. So the audition process is nothing for me because it's just like being on set. A lot of people, when they go to auditions, they're stressed out because they have to book this job else they can't pay their life bill. Mm. They don't have another hustle. They don't have another hustle to where their lifestyle can still maintain even if they don't book. So they have to... You know, they have to force themselves to take bullshit jobs just to maintain. And then, but at the same time, they don't realize it, that they're watering themselves down. 
but most of them, they just don't know what to do when they go in the room. When they go in the room, they go in the room and they just, how you doing? They they having a whole lot of conversation about nothing, talking to the casting directors and all, instead of just going in the room, how you doing, reading their part, thank you very much, and getting up out of there. But being prepared at the same time. And I think, for me, I always prepare my material different. So if I pick up this, if I pick up this script and I look at it, everybody normally has the same perspective on what they think it should be. So I say, okay, cool. That's what I think everybody should think it should be. But me, I'm going to go with the total opposite. I'm going to do something that's like, you know, I'm, I'm a devil's advocate. And I'm going to do it totally different. And that's what I'm going to go in there and do first. So while everybody else is doing it the same way when they come in there, I'm going to do it totally different. And then they're going to say, oh, so now what happens is the casting director say, I like that. But can you give me one like this? Then you could go back and give them one like that. So now it shows that you have range. Because that's what will happen to you on set. You see what I'm saying? So you have a couple different ways to, it's tomato, tomato. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I could say, I could say, man, get the hell out of here. I could say, man, get the hell out of here. Same words, different meanings. You see what I'm saying? So it just, you have to give the character shades. And if you don't give it the shades, then everything changes. They want to know that you're you know? doing it. Yeah, they want to know if you could do it. That's, that's basically, you know, and, and I, I just tell everybody, I'm, I'm not doing, you know, for example, okay, I went in for Never Die Alone for the DMX movie. And Blue, when you read the book, he was real hype, like real high energy, just <laughs> like, hey, man, don't talk to me like that, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, cool. So when I got to the audition, I heard everybody going in there, hey, everybody was rah, 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 rah. When I went in there, I did the same words, but I was quiet. Mine was so, I stared at him. I never blinked. I did everything real quiet. It was no yelling. It was like, you can't talk to me like that. You understand what I'm saying? So it got to be where it was like more mysterious. All that yelling is a defense mechanism. You basically saying, please, I'm scared. Don't touch me. But it's a, it's a, it's a quiet dude that's more scary because he's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he's going to do. He's way more scarier. So I was right. the quiet one. So it kind of threw X off the way because I stepped to him different and I was quiet when I talked to him. But he understood exactly what I was saying, but I threw him off to where he forgot his lines. Oh. And he was like, damn, he was like, hey, can, can we start again? Damn, this kind of fucked me up. I was like, no, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? So I did it like that. But that made them remember me in that audition from anybody else because I didn't do it the same as everybody else did. I did. I gave them a totally different choice. They already been seeing the yelling, yelling, yelling all day. But they haven't seen this. Now, if they want me to yell when we get to set and it don't work, then I can give them that too. But I got range. Everybody else is coming in as a yeller. And I'm not. You see what I'm saying? So that's what, you know, that'd be my my outlook. I'm going to read it like this, but I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do that if they need me to do that. If not, I'm going to stick to my choice and I'm going to go with my instinct. And nine times out of ten, I'll book it. Damn. I got to introduce y'all a little bit better. Courtney, my brother Twan is from the Wild Wild Hunters. Southside Chicago? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm damn. Old. I'm off 102nd Estate between State and Michigan. Damn. Courtney's from yeah, Chicago. Right off, right off the church. 
Damn. Okay. Yeah. My, my bad. I didn't know that. But it makes sense, though, the way you hoop. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the I'm west side of Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You good. I went to Kane. Oh, okay. Okay. Man. Yeah, I went to Kane. I played with Marcus and, and Johnny Selvy and Amash Sharif and um, Brand, uh, Jamie Brandon and all of them. Wow. And how long, so how long you been out in L.A. then? I've been out here since 92. Okay. But I so went be- to King 89, 90, 90, 91. And I moved out here in 91. So, so did, did you like, did you like go to um, acting school or anything? Or did you just, just go out there and just audition? I-, I went to Joliet. I went to Joliet, Stateville, uh, LCJ, <laughs> the Hunnids, acting school right there. <laughs> what my brother does not let the world know is he's a mathematician. <laughs> no, like, oh, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, Chair. I'm, I'm still fucked up over Joliet and Stateville. <laughs> <laughs> I went to this place. That's where I learned how to act. <laughs> Our life. Cherry, you know what Stateville is, right? I do. I'm trying to ignore it. So my brother is a mathematician. That's what a lot of people don't know. Like, not only is he a phenomenal actor, he's one of the best men I've ever met in my life. But the boy in numbers is like no other. So we know who's going to be tutoring my daughter in a couple of years. Mm. Oh, over oh, yeah. 20. <laughs> well, that was my major. I majored it. My major was math. My minor was engineering. Damn. Well, you're a really smart man, y'all. Damn. Can I ask you, Twan, a, a question that Courtney asked me earlier? Because I actually was talking about you already. Courtney asked, is it important for a man to open a woman's door? And I said, yeah. He said, what about No, no, car door, car door, car door. Car door. And he said, what about if she's driving? And I said, you know what? I have modeled the people that I date after my brothers. Like my brothers have given me rules. There's been times when me and you, Tuan, will leave the club and I'm driving, but you still open my car door and put me in and then go around and get in the car. Yeah, I do it. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I got daughters, so I teach them to, to demand it. So I do it anyway. So I guess they, you know, it's just in me. I just do it anyway. But I grew up with all women. I didn't grow up with a man in the household. So we had to do it. You know what I'm saying? We had to open up the car doors. When they pulled up with the groceries, we had to go get the bags out right. of the car and bring them in the house. We had to separate the food and wash the meat and separate it and put it in the deep freezer. And, you know what I'm saying? So that was just normal. We had to clean greens on Sunday and, and pick peas and, and beans and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we, 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 I grew up doing all of that. So. Yes, yeah, so over there. I had to clean walls. We had to uh, do baseboards every Saturday. Yeah, we had to do that. That was every Saturday before you went outside. Juan yeah. set the standard for me, and one of the reasons probably why I had such a bad dating <laughs> history because I would compare, and I'd be like, "Yo, my brother don't let me drive around in a dirty car." You know what I'm saying? I pull up. You why your car dirty? Fool, this don't make no sense. Go in the house, and then before I know it, he either took my car and got it clean, or he out there washing it. Um, he's, he's the man, man. He's the one you always hear me say the three P's. He thought he taught me the three P's: provide, profess, and protect. Dope. Yeah. yeah. See, I learned that from Steve Harvey. <laughs> but come on, dude. Don't model nothing after Steve Harvey. I'm trying to be. How many? 
marriages he had. I learned mine from from women. <laughs> from, <laughs> from my granny, my mom, and my auntie. That was it. So that was hey. it. It wasn't no man. And you want to hear something crazy? For I was raised by women, so I never really had girlfriends like that in high school or nothing like that. I went to twelve proms. Damn. I just had girls. You know what I'm saying? So, but it was like from all the men in the, that I was raised with, they all told us to lie. You got to lie to them, and then once you hit, then you know what I'm saying. Let them know later. Yeah, the see, that's what they that. told me. Yeah, all the men said that. All the women, they was like, "Don't lie. Always give a woman her choice. The the more brutally honest you are, the better off you'll be." So she said, "Because a woman gonna give you some pussy because she want to, not because you want her to." My granny said that. I was ten years old. I never forget that. Damn, your granny I, said I, that. I didn't understand what, yeah, I didn't know what it meant until till I was till I was older. You know, my granny from the hundreds. I mean, she a she a OG, a OG queen, El Rookie. You know what I'm saying? So, my granny was a gangster. You know what I'm saying? For real. So, yeah. she used to say that, and she said, "You know what? That's what's gonna happen." She said, "If you, it don't matter if you got 20 wives. If she wants you, she gonna give you her time. But she, you have to give her her choice." Yeah. Right. She said, "Do not take a woman's choice away." She said, "Because what'll happen is," she said, "Like she she said, for example, if you messing with a girl." And she know you got a girl, and you could be whining down to her. Y'all could be having sex in the girl car, everything. If you get caught up, that girl is gonna lie for you. She gonna say, "Damn, you know what? I already knew what it was coming in, so this is, you know, how I'm gonna keep it." She said, "But if you lie to her, I don't got no girl." Then you get caught up, she gonna tell all your business because you sold her a representative. Mm. So she said, don't never do that. She told me this when I was 10 years old. I'll never forget that conversation. So in high school, and she also said, never give a woman an aha moment. Don't never give them an aha moment. And what she meant by that was, I was in high school one time, and I was messing with this girl. And she was like, oh, I heard you mess with this girl named Shaquan, and she go to such and school. And I was like, yeah, you know her. I've been messing with her for a cool minute. <laughs> her face looked like, Oh, because she didn't have an aha, I caught you. Like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah, I've been messing with her. What's up? And my granny said, because at that point, all she's going to do is try to compete with the other girl at that point. So you can have your cake and eat it too, because you gave her a choice. Mm. She know the drill. And I yeah. said, damn. It wasn't until I actually tried it that I thought it would work. <laughs> but when I tried it, so at that point, I never had girlfriends in high school. I just, I just had girls. <laughs> But I would do I would do stuff like get off the phone and be like, hey, let me call you back. This is um, such and such a hit me up. Let me holler at her real quick. I'll hit you back later, though. That'd be it. And my yeah. phone would keep ringing. Like, you oh, you just going get off the phone with me to talk to her. I'm about to come over. And da 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 It was a competition right away. And I was like, damn, Granny was right. But... <laughs> Yeah, you see Courtney where I'm at and where I said, I told Courtney earlier, I said, respect is bigger than love. Respect me, don't love me. Tell me the truth. And Courtney, we were talking about something about being faithful. Courtney said to me, when I was in my 20s, if I was dating some actor or rapper dude, did I expect for him to be faithful? And I said, yeah, if he told me he was going to be, if he, if he would have just been honest, we, won't be cool. we were actually talking about Tony. Oh, okay, okay. Hello, Tony. He know that that's my favorite. 
Just be honest oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. give me the choice. If you would have gave me the I choice. I like Tony. I love Tony. I talked to Tony earlier. I had to call him. Yeah. But just, just tell me the truth. And that's who I learned it from right here, Courtney. Everything I learned about men, honestly, yeah. came from Tuan, which is a little scary. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't I don't lie to women at all. I promise you, I done been with my sister and them plenty of times. Girl be like, How you doing? You got a girl? I'm married, boo. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's that's it. Like they know her name is Tiffany Tanner. Blah, 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 blah. Like I put it out there, like I'm not about to you're you'll never replace her, you'll never do none of this, so don't even think about it. I'm I'm good. I'm right. Yeah, they be like, like he be like, I'm with my sister. <laughs> How long you been married, bro? We've been married since 2005, so 14 years, but we've been together since 98, so 21. Yeah. I, say, I say forever. Yeah, but I go to the strip club with mine and everything. I get cussed out for being late because I ain't dressed and she's ready to go. But, so <laughs> I can hang I can hang out with mine. A lot of niggas can't hang out with theirs. I'll be like, yeah. nah, what time we rolling? Hey, so what, what kind of experience that was, uh, that is going to a strip club with your girl? Mine ain't approved. It was her idea. So it was, it was like, oh, let's roll. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you know One of my, the only person in this world when I was younger who could ever hook me up with somebody is Tiffany. Tiffany is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh. 100. And her mom is bad too. I got, I got, you know, I always got to shout out Tiss mom. Tiss mom is bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, her mom fine. I mean, the first time, I'm ignorant. I walked in the bowling alley one night, right? And I didn't know it was Tiss mom. <laughs> I turned around, I said, God damn, who's that? <laughs> Jerry, that's my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, mom's bad. But yeah, you know, my dad always said, you got to look at the mama because she, she, you going to look like your mama. That's what he always said. And, you know, we all messed up. You know, your first baby mama, you she was cute. Now, dude, you ain't really meet her mom. Then you met like, she ain't going to look like that. Then she ended up looking just like that. Now you got to explain her. But back in the day, she was bad, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I found her, I seen her picture of her mom. When I first walked in her house, I was like, what's up there? Them your parents? She's like, yeah, that's my mom and my dad. I was like, oh, run it. Yeah. Keep it. <laughs> like that. Yeah, so I, I got a shout out, Tiff. You know, what's up, Tiff? But what's up, Tiff's mom? <laughs> she's a, that's, that's my role. When I get older, I'm going to be like, Tiff, mom is a beast. But anyway. <laughs> Right, hey, you exactly. was talking earlier about um about how how you um book your um when you get booked and everything. And like I said, I, I still got like the line <laughs> one of your lines. You said, "Let us go, coach. We got shit to do." Like, was that like an ad lib? <laughs> you know what? Most of Coach Carter was a lot of ad lib because <laughs> yeah, because it's, because the care you know. Thing is, a lot of people can't write that. Like me, I was that kid. I was that kid on the basketball team that was the jokester, and you know what I'm saying. Like, and he got to say, okay. It was one scene. Remember, we was at the pool, and uh, oh, yeah. and I was like, and the girl was like, "You gonna get in?" Now, my character, the line was, "When in Rome, do as the Romans do." Yeah. And I was like, 
Nigga, we on academic probation because this nigga got a 1.59 GPA. That ain't no shit that he would normally say. He ain't that, you know what I'm saying? He ain't that smart. Like, so I said, man, can I get my own take? And and, and he was like, go ahead, man. So they was like, Antoine wants his take. So they rolled a camera and we did the scene again. And the girls was like, you getting in? I was like, oh, yeah, we in there like booty hair. You know what I'm saying? And, and they remember that shit to this day. And he just started laughing, but all of the shit that I made on my take, I did what they wanted me to do, but I also said, can I have one? Just to give him a variety, so give him a choice to choose for something. And when he saw it, he was just like, when you go watch the movie, they kept all of the stuff that I did. I was like, okay, I kind of thought so. Because I bought my own character. To the, I bought my own character to the whole thing. And that and that was a real, um, that really happened. That that school really, that, that situation with that school oh, really yeah. happened. That's in California. I know the I, I know the real one. I know the, I still I'm I'm still cool with him. Yeah, he live up in um he live up in Sacramento. His daughter's really really good. Like she's like one of the top players on the West Coast. Wait a uh, minute. Wait a minute. Boy. Stop right there. You you know the real worm. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so like we, we got to meet all the real characters. We got to meet all the real characters. Chop it up with him. I got to be around him to see how he was. And then I was like, oh yeah, this was this dude. Yeah, this was him. This this is how he would have got out because I I hung around him, so I could bring that character to the to the screen. You know what I'm wow. saying? So yeah, yeah. but I, I know all the kids and they still play. A lot of them still playing. So most of them coach now and stuff like that. But they got kids that play. But they were really but they were really good though. These kids were really good. Yeah. They all got Division One scholarships. All every single one of them on that team got Division One scholarships. Man, sorry, Cherry. That's my movie, man. I love no. that movie. I love that movie, man. That is okay. I love it. I mean, for me, it's funny because I was in Wilmington with my brother at one point, and we were filming this little project, and he was gone, actually. He left to go film something else, and women kept seeing me go, like, into his place, and they were like, oh, you skilled, sister. I was like, I don't know who the skill. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the third one said it, and I said, Antoine? Yes, I'm Antoine's sister. How are you? And he said, hey, dumbass, Hills was my name on One Tree Hill. <laughs> he plays these characters, and people embody them. For and real. Don't, everybody in Wilmington, they don't even call him Antoine. Like, I didn't, my brother is a, is a star. <laughs> Not just in Wilmington, but everywhere, but, like, I was in Wilmington downtown. My brother was gone. I was trying to hang out. I walk into the club. I'm going to paint. Now you skills, sister. You good? Damn. Yeah, who is this skills nigga? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that was it. That was oh, like that like, you know, I'm I'm a nerd. I don't watch TV. I know my brother. I know he's on these shows. I did watch Sunset Park because it was the first. You know, but after that, like we watched, my mama watched everything, but I'm the worst. I don't really watch stuff, but it's hilarious because you'd be out and I'd, I'd be hearing these weird names. And I'd be like, I think they're talking about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and girl, because hey, like Ch Ch Cherry always tell me when she was, you know, in the, when she's out, out and about, people want to talk to her about Urkel and stuff like that. So do people actually walk up to you and just say, stuff to you like the wood line do they walk up to you and, and try to do shit to you like you like you that guy from the movies and stuff like that or yes all the time but you know it's crazy because i have i don't just have a lot of black fans because i don't do a lot of black stuff i mean i've done some classics 
black stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do a lot of white stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So it just all depends on the fan. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because the the black people they they come up and they they quote black movies and black movie lines. But <laughs> the white folks they don't. You know they they call you by your character name. The white folks call you by your real name. You know mm-hmm. they know who you are. They, they do the research. They they go on the internet. They see who you are. They follow you. They Antoine. Oh my God, so and so. They don't call me. But you know a lot of them don't call me skills. They call me Antoine. Yeah. yeah. They know him. You know what I'm and, saying? I I don't know if you knew me, but I'm the one that wrote you this on Twitter, and I heard it on you. Like, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's how they get out. It's it's a, it's a whole different um approach. You know, but some you know some people they they come up to you and they cry because they were like you were such an inspiration for me, and Want Tree Hill, and I just felt you because you gotta think our our fan base was kids. Yeah. that's going through the actual high school stuff that they went through, all the peer pressure and this, and we did the school shooting before school shootings. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, we did all of that. Like, you know, this kid went through this, this, and a lot of those kids related to all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, man, like they, y'all really helped me get through because I was depressed, and then I was going through this, and then I saw you, and I was just like, oh my God, I can overcome. Like, they really believed the character. Yeah. And now it's the show hasn't been on the air for, what is it, almost seven years. It's actually seven years. The show hasn't been on the air in seven years. And I and I still get fans 10, 9, 10 years old. I had a fan in France. She's eight years old. She cried when she seen me. I was like, you weren't even born when the show was on. Wow. wow. But she watches the show because of Hulu and Netflix. And, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we get a different cult following every year. So it just the fan base just grows and grows and grows. every single year it grows. The conventions that we do they sell out. It's like it's crazy. Yeah, I live on forever. Do the Tree Hill night. Remember that thing we did, Cherry? The, the One yeah. Tree Hill night, a night at Tree Hill. Amazing. And I was like, man, I'm in Miami. I didn't know it was that huge because I was just like, man, I ain't coming home for that. I'm in Miami. I might go out tonight. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make. So I ended up making an early flight. I got back to Wilmington, and I did not realize how that they had sold that arena out in like seven minutes. Arena, Damn. like huge arena. Damn. Like I got lost in the midst of the fans trying to get to him. At one point, he had to grab my hand and be like, "Come on!" They was it was a it was amazing. I felt like I was with the Beatles. Wow. For real. Wow. I was the One Tree Hill, and it was like being with the Beatles. Wow. I'm not going to keep you. I know you're running errands. Thank you so much for your time. Please tell your fans that don't know how they can get in contact with you. Um, you can follow me on uh, my Instagram at Antoine Tanner 2214. And, um, and, and I think what, that's it. What else do you want them to know about um, I got a lot of. I, I'm. We looking to start shooting our own project starting, and I'm looking. My target is June, July. Absolutely. What people don't know, Antoine is one of the best directors I've ever had the opportunity to work for. Cool. He's also a writer and a producer, but I am looking forward, Antoine, to watching you direct some more projects. I can't wait. We about to get it. Like, I thought he would just go look at me like, for real? Because that was kind of putting him on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm with it. I, I, once you showed me what to do, then I, I had I got the bug. So I was like, oh, I could do this. I didn't exactly. have the confidence at first, but now I have it. I'm like, okay, I could do that. 
I don't know why you didn't have the confidence. You got in there and killed it. Seriously. Yeah, well, it's about to go down from here on out. Welcome to Cherry's World. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.